It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. Yes, sir. I am Chip Souza, joined by the the ruggedly handsome Ricky Fires. Right, boy, that's uh, you em- know, emphasis on rugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you're half right. Yeah, I'm half right. Yeah, rugged. Uh, and Leland Barclay down in the River Valley. Leland, uh, what time did you get back from Magnolia? You, sp- you spent uh, your vacation time in Mag- Magnolia? <laughs> uh, you know, um, every day is a vacation. There you go. Yeah, when you're uh, retired. Yeah, that's a that's word right. I'll never uh, one thirty, one thirty in the morning. Wow. Wow. How many days were you there? Five. Wow. wow. Well, tell us a little bit about that, Leland. Uh, Henry's not here today. I told Henry uh, – when I talked to him Monday night after he was in Harrison for five days, I said, Henry, I don't want to see you for the rest of the week. Don't take it personal, but I don't want to see or hear from you the rest of the week. But tell me about uh, Magnolia, Leland. Uh, did they did they do a good job hosting the 4A down there? They did a fantastic job. That's awesome. Um, rolled out the red carpet. Man. Uh, absolutely rolled out the red carpet. And, of course, that red carpet also, you know, it led a few times to the hospitality room. Absolutely. <laughs> which was also very good. Uh, the games were great. You know, I covered the state tournament down there. It was about 16 or 17 years ago, right when that gymnasium was brand new. Gotcha. And it still looks brand new. Wow, they've done a good job of, of uh, maintaining it. And, and Absolutely. Uh, uh, it's a great, I tell you, it's a great place. Uh, great gymnasium. They did a great job hosting it at, just all the way around. Uh, of course, Chris Carter, an old Northside guy. Yep. Yep. He's a... Uh, He's an, I think he's an assistant principal there. Um, I was able to get with him and go look at, uh, anytime I go to someplace new, I, I want to go and look at their yearbooks. Yeah, yeah. And get football scores out of them and uh, kind of piece together. You know, a couple of us are trying to get football scores back as far as we can. They had a 1925 yearbook. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was uh, that was quite a uh, quite a treasure as well, and then of course drove over to Texarkana and covered some Northside baseball one day. Seventy four degrees. Man, not quite as warm uh, as you like it, but close. Close, slight breeze, bright sunshine. It was just absolutely great. So, pieced uh, was able to piece together a uh, you know a, a baseball trip in there as well there you go and uh, got and got some old football scores so yeah. um texarkana of course that is uh uh ricky texarkana the the texas side i'm more familiar with than the arkansas side but i call that highway i think it's interstate 30 uh that goes through texarkana i call that baseball road because texarkana hooks new boston all the way through marshall through through east texas through right side longview that is strong 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 baseball uh played in all along that interstate um i know south texas gets a lot of credit houston in the warm weather whatever but i'm telling you right now that stretch of road from texarkana all the way up through uh you know through through longview and marshall in that way that's some strong strong baseball played in that area that includes well, Falk. uh on this side yes Falk, <laughs> yes yeah um and uh, but yeah, Leland. So I, Leland, I had a chance to see. Uh, I didn't get a chance. I didn't go, but I was you know watching on Twitter and everything about the the beautiful gymnasium arena. It's not a gym. It's an arena um, at Little Rock Southwest. And what a great job the Little Rock schools did. 
uh, on building that arena. It's you know beautiful, the school colors, the green and blue, and um, you know just a just a, a a very beautiful facility that they built there and hosted the 6A uh, state tournament last week. We've uh, we've kind of become a little bit spoiled, I think. I think a lot the, spoiled, yeah. Some of these new arenas and gymnasiums, and uh, me and Brennan had a spot all all to ourselves up in. Uh, you know, at the top of the stands that they uh, kept open just for us. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you and Rick, all of us remember, um, we haven't always been able to go into gymnasiums like that. Right. Uh, to cover high school basketball. Right, right. It's funny, Leland, I had a good friend of mine uh, from Texas was here a couple of weeks ago, and he he's, does something with, with schools. He travels all around the country, but he was an old basketball coach in Texas basketball player and a basketball coach and um i said you know um you would not believe the facilities that we have in this state you know for basketball i said you know i know he he coached at a small school where you know uh, they did have seats on two sides of the arena but a lot of games you might go and there might only be seating on one side of the gym (laughs) and i said you know i know you've been to a lot of small schools but you would not believe even at the lower classification levels in this state how much money these communities are pouring into these athletic facilities and these arenas. I said, they're, they're unbelievable. The, the arenas, the indoor football, the turf football stadiums. I mean, you know, it's, they're taking care of their kids and, and that, you know, that's our biggest resource is our kids. And they're trying to equip their kids with the best that they can. And you know what? And uh, one of my favorite movies, Hoosiers, I got to yes. watch that this time of year. And I'm, I'm nostalgic as well, but, I remember being at a game. If you watch a movie, who's your, you got people walking up and down. You're trying to cover the game uh, and uh, coach a game, a referee. I've seen people walk up with the Dr. Pepper and run into the referee. Oh, yeah. And the referee goes here and the popcorn goes there. And you're exactly right. We've got that spoiled for the game. It was where the uh, essential personnel are on the court and people who don't need to be right there are up in the uh, bleachers. So, uh, uh, we don't take this for granted. They've really come a long way. Uh, and oh, even at Farmington, we was over there at Farmington. Yeah, that, that's a still be- a beautiful, beautiful. arena yeah. over there. Yeah. Uh, Leland, I always credit the H.B. Stewart Arena in Greenwood as kind of being the, the first of its kind uh, I think in, so. in the state. Yeah. And uh, I know when we were moving, relocating from, from East Texas, just outside of Longview, to the Fort Smith area, uh, that was what attracted us to live in Greenwood. My oldest son was a, being a basketball player, and we wanted, you know, we're looking, looking at, you know, whatever facilities, and that was one of the major reasons why we, we chose to live in Greenwood. And H.B. Stewart, what a wonderful person oh, he was. Best. Well. Listen, there's not a lot of people who walk this earth better than H.B. Stewart. And that's and, that's and, uh, the truth. He, uh, what yeah, a, what I, think you're, I think you're right. That was one of the first ones. And, and you know, I couldn't help but think, uh, and, of course, you know, I know Rick's from northeast Arkansas. Yep. Yes. But uh, as we travel back and forth from Texarkana, of course, um, um, Stamps. Yep. And gosh, what's the what's the school they merged with? Uh, it's Lafayette County okay. High School now, but it's the two um, two schools there. And of course, we drove close to Stevens. Yeah. Close to Waldo. And both of them won small school state championships. In fact. Probably Stevens, uh, I think it was the 1970 team, is probably still going to be considered one of the best high school teams of all time. That, that Stevens, I guess they were the Stevens Roadrunners. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Well, Leland, I'm going to uh, date date myself a little bit and date you, Ricky. I hate, 
I'm going to date Ricky. That's I hate that. <laughs> that's, I don't even hate putting those words together. But anyway, uh, date you, date Ricky, date me. Uh, this past week, they played the final game at the Superdrum in Texas in Austin. And uh, what some great games with them and the Razorbacks. And I think uh, Strolling Nolan was was at that arena and the and the big half court shot. I think by was it U.S. Reed. No, uh, or uh, Mayberry, or maybe somebody uh, was in that in that uh, arena, but it was uh, also ahead of its time. It was built and opened in like 1976 or so, so it was ahead of its time. But it, they played the final game uh, there the other night. Oh, you talking about out. the tournament when U.S. Reed hit the half court shot? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. U.S. Reed. Yeah, uh, so that well, that's and you you say super drum to anybody in the state of Arkansas, yep. and they're going to bring up. Sweet Tom. There you go. Yeah, Tom Penders. Penders yep, yeah. Tom Penders. Because that's what Nolan called him. There you go. Was Sweet Tom. Yeah. So that's going to be being torn down. They're going to have a new uh, facility. It's it's interesting though. Leland is, uh, you know, thinking about Bud Walton when they built it. It's of course it's enormous. What seats a little over sixteen thousand or whatever. I think the Irwin Center, the drum was about sixteen seventeen thousand. But those are not what they're building anymore. They're downsizing them. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, what they're doing, I call it the Fenway Park or Wrigley Field. Uh, method, um, it's uh, let's let's keep keep the park small and charge more money uh, for people to come, and uh, it makes supply and but, demand. But Ricky, you yeah. know this. I mean, you know, you went to games at Barnhill Arena, and yes. the tighter the facility, the louder it is, and you yes. get um, you know you get a tight facility like that where the and especially if you can put the students really close uh, to the floor, um, it's a, it's a home court advantage when you play in the enormous caverns, you know. Uh, it doesn't quite have the impact. The students don't quite have the impact as they do in the smaller arenas. And it's interesting to see how colleges and stuff are going back to those those smaller size arenas. Yeah, some of the best games I've seen. Uh, I remember uh, when LSU's up there with Shaquille O'Neal, the, yeah. the, the tall, the biggest person I've ever stood next to in my life. And there were some battles when Arkansas and uh, LSU played no game, Barnhill, the fans being lined up outside and kind of tight on a cold February night. Uh, you've been down Dixon Street, had a couple of uh, – uh, Adult beverages, maybe? I would maybe. say root beers. Root beers, there you go. A couple go. root beers. Strong root beers. Yeah. man. Hard root beer. And they're jacked. <laughs> so I remember those days. And I love Barnhill Arena too, but I, I like the idea of going back to these more uh, smug places. Yeah. Um, speaking of Shaquille O'Neal, I, I covered yeah. two state championship games he played in at, uh, at the Irwin Center at the Drum in Texas oh. when he was a high school player there. Oh, what, what high school did he uh, go He went to San Antonio Cole, a real small, small school there. Oh. Uh, military, mil- on a military base. His father was a, a military guy, okay. and that's why he was there. Hmm. Uh, but anyway, so Leland, let's talk about some basketball. We've got state championship games that will start on Thursday down at Bank OZK or Bank of the Ozarks Arena in Hot Springs. That will start on Thursday with the 5As and 6As. On Friday will be the 4As and 3As, and on Saturday will be the 2As and the 1As. If my math is correct, no. and, and anybody who taught me math knows that was not my strong suit, uh, if I was ever going to skip a class, math was going to be the class <laughs> I was going to skip. Uh, but uh, I, I counted Leland seven schools from the River Valley slash Northwest Arkansas playing four championship games this weekend. Well, in our area, uh, of course, Northwest Arkansas, and especially the River Valley, yes. we have interest in every single classification. Correct. Correct. Now, I know that 4A, of course, is Farmington Girls. Yes. But they're going up against a Clay Reeves protege in Paul Dean, who was an assistant under Reeves for eight years at Greenwood. Four of those years... 
they went to the championship game. That's right. So this wow. is not the first championship game for Paul Dean at Nashville. Fantastic. So let's start in 6A, Leland, where I've got to tell you, and I've, I've got a story, a little bit of a shameless plug here. I've got a story on Abel Hutchison that will be in the Thursday Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He is one of the, the – almost a full team of returning starters back this year for Bentonville, Bentonville boys. Now, Ricky, last year Bentonville went 14-0 and in the 6A West and uh, went to the semifinals, had all their starters back. So they should have had a cakewalk to the 6A West championship, right? No. Wrong. They wrong. did not. Did not. So they not only did they not win the 6A champ West Conference championship, they didn't even finish number two. They didn't even get a first-round bye. Somehow or another, those coaches were able to turn that flipped that switch, so to speak, and said, you know what, uh, it's a new season for us, this postseason, and Ricky, they have been phenomenal in the postseason. I saw, I covered a game at Harbor, and Harbor beat Bentonville. They did. Pretty badly. And, yes. And I said, man, what an underachieving. I, I wasn't going to write that or anything, but I was thinking to myself, boy, this team's kind of underachieved. Ricky, I think they might have been a little full of themselves. I kind of got that little impression yesterday is that they might have – might have uh, been a little let, let, bit, let off gas. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying they they may have thought they were going to go in this thing in a cakewalk, and they realized they were in a dogfight. And by, you know, when you get bit a couple of times already, it's hard to hard to stop that bleeding, so to speak. But they did. They, they, yeah. they turned it on. And, yeah. And they, hey, if you're going to turn it on, this is the time this of year to do time. it, isn't it? Well, they have won their three games in the state tournament play by an average of 25 points a game. So they haven't even been tested um, in the state tournament now. We know that at 7.45 on Thursday night, they're going to play a team like they have not played wow. this season in North Little Rock. North Little Rock, of course, arguably, in people's minds, much smarter than Ricky and I, which that bar is not tremendously yeah. high, but they're saying this may be the best boys team in this state since the West Memphis, Michael Cage, Keith Lee, 79-80 run in there. When I think, Leland, what you say they went – Two back-to-back -back undefeated seasons or back-to-back? Back-to-back 30-0s. Back-to-back 30-0s. When you talk about the best teams in the state, in this state, yeah. you need to start right That's there. That's where you start. That's where you start. That's where you start. Um, you know, North Little Rock, they have Khalil Ware, who is a seven-footer going to Oregon. Nick Smith, who is going to go to Arkansas. Ricky probably for one year um, and then probably go to the league. But anyway, they are a terrific team. Two McDonald's All-American players on their team. So – there you go. But you know what, Ricky? I talked to Bentonville yesterday, and guess what? They're not. They ain't scared. They ain't scared. They, they ain't scared. scared. And so, you know what? Well, and, and I know everybody talks about, you know, the Nick Smith, Khalil Ware, obviously. Yeah. But I tell you what, uh, Corey Washington is the guy that makes that team go. Wow. He's, he's a transfer. He's a guard. He's a transfer from Sylvan Hills. Uh, he was a running back there. But I tell you what, he can go. And, uh, you know, of course, Nick Smith and Khalil Ware, you know, they, they benefit from a lot of the publicity. Corey Washington will have an impact on the championship game. Fantastic. So that's Bentonville. But against, let me say, let me yeah. say that because, yeah. you know, should, would, could, they're the big favorite. They're the big favorite. But uh, Leland, know about this. I remember uh, talking to uh, uh, Keith uh, uh, Jackson. The big tight end in Oklahoma, now did broadcaster. They were a big – what year was that? Little Park Rock Parkview, yeah, was Park big. Yeah. Everybody assumed the, the, the uh, greatest team ever in Arkansas, greatest – all they had to do was win one more game. You know what happened? They didn't win. Didn't win it. Didn't Who win beat it. them? Was it Southside? Southside. You know, that, that was um, that was one of those teams that and, – and one of the phrases is they had their – 
They were on the doorstep of history. Yeah, and that door never opened, though, did it? They got slammed nope. back in their face. Yep. So that's your 6A boys. Should be hopefully going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see. The bigger story, I think, Ricky, one of the biggest stories is how about the Fort Smith Northside girls, a, a team also a three seed in the 6A Central. They lost everybody. They mm-hmm. lost Jersey. They lost uh, Bershears, Tracy Bershears. They're, they, the only player they had coming back, Yanni Relliford, was, was, you know, had got significant playing time last year was her. And, Ricky, you never count out Ricky Smith. You know what they didn't lose? They didn't lose that tradition. And they did not. That work ethic. They did yep. not. They did not. And uh, I don't know, Leland, if they dedicated their se- – I'm sure they did. They dedicated their season, at least in part, to Merrill Mackin, their beloved assistant coach who had passed away suddenly um, right at the start of the season. Uh, they, they, you know, battled through the toughest conference. There's no question about that with Conway and North Little Rock and, and Bryant and Cabot and just, you know, lots and lots of good teams. But when it comes tournament time, Ricky, you never, ever count out the Lady Bears. Uh, you hook them up. You hook them up. They're, they're going to be there. And uh, I think, where did Ricky just now pass? How many? Like, 700. 750 career, 700 at Northside. Man, what a great career. Yeah. And, and they've just got it from the lower grades all the way up. You know, by the time you get up there at the junior C, you know what it's like to be a Lady Bear. Yes. And, um, and they don't deviate from that. So, well, why uh, would, kind why of would surprised, they? Yeah. not surprised. Yeah. So, they will play North Little Rock. Of course, that, they're coached by one of our guys, Ricky. One of our guys. Fimp, Fimp Dog. Fimp Dog. Yep, yep. Got Fimple there. Uh, and so, uh, it'll be a great game. North Little Rock is a great team. Um, it'll be a good game. But you know what? The Lady Bears, Ricky. Ain't scared. They ain't scared they ain't, either. They ain't been scared in a long time. <laughs> they ain't scared either. So that's your 6A uh, Girls State Championship game. Now, we also have another team playing. It's kind of a surprise team. Nobody really knows, has ever heard too much about them. Greenwood. <laughs> you know, seems like they're in it every year. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, they, they are back in it again. And Clay Reeves, you know, Leland had mentioned him a while ago. What a terrific coach. When you talk about some of the best coaches in the history of this state, Clay Reeves – Leland, it's kind of like Bum Phillips said about Earl Campbell. He may not be in a class by himself, but it don't take long to call roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Clay Reeves, who's won state championships at Greenwood, won state championships at Greenland, uh, will have his Lady Bulldogs ready to go. And Leland, that should be another good one as well. Well, you know, they're going against Jonesboro, which beat them last year. Yep. Um, in the state tournament a little bit earlier than uh, than maybe they thought. Uh, and, and, you know, one thing that that Jonesboro has is a guard that can break a press. And um, Well, she's going to get that, a lot of opportunity a, to do that then. Uh, that's a Thursday, big yeah. part of handling or being able to beat Greenwood. They also have a very good player inside. So it's uh, – you know it's going to be a good, a good, a good matchup between those two teams. Very, very, um, two very tradition-rich teams mm-hmm. that are used to winning in girls basketball. You know, uh, Coach Reeves just recently passed 750 career wins. So you're right. He will, uh, he will have them scouted and he will have his team prepared because um, he did say earlier this year that the loss that they suffered last year in the state tournament was one of the um, the hardest for him to take in his career. Well, they got a little motivation. So that will kick off the uh, state championship games uh, down at Hot Springs this weekend. That game will be on uh, no- at noon on Thursday. 
So on Thursday, you got the 5A and 6A boys and girls state championship games one after another, boom, 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 on Thursday. That takes us to Friday when we have the 4As and the 3As. Well, Ricky, you know the Farmington Lady Cardinals. I think they've been in the state finals 49 years in a row. I mean, it's, it's you know, three, three years for sure in a row. Of course, one of the years they didn't get to play because of COVID. Uh, then last year they lost to Harrison in the championship game, but they're back. They have one loss. They've been ranked number one all season long. And, Ricky, they, they have carried that, that target on their back all year long and have, have, it has not seemed to have phased them. You know what, uh, Brad John, he, he, he goes to Hot Springs with the team as often my wife and I go to Branson yes. to ride the ducks, uh, the, uh, the boat that goes around and see some of the show. But I was over there talking to Brad this afternoon, talking to Carson Dillard. Uh, they've got two great players and Jenna Lawrence, Carson Dillard, when, and they mesh very well, yep. uh, big inside presence. Uh, and then they got, uh, you know, that depth. Yeah. They got Megan Hernandez, yes. uh, Reese, uh, yeah, Reese uh, uh, and everybody Shirey. contributes. And, you know, they're 34-1, and one and uh, just, uh, you know, they got their tradition going over there. And, you know, they got beat last year in the they final did. They by, did. by Harrison. A team that was hot at the right time. Hot at the right time. So I, I think that's been brewing with them for a, for, for a while. And, you know, they just got to go down there and finish it off. But I know the competition is tough. It is. And they'll be taking on Nashville. That game will be a 6 o'clock game on uh, Friday. Is it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Uh, right time. Two A's yeah, Friday. Saturday. Saturday. Um, time. 6 o'clock. Yes. 6 o'clock. Uh, also in 4A, of course, we need to mention, too, we mentioned Nick Smith and Khalil Ware. We also need to mention Darian Ford. Uh, for Magnolia, he has led his team back to the back to the championship game in Class 4A. Leland, you had a chance to see him play. Um, you know, he had another big – what was it, a walk-off three-pointer to beat Mills the other night? 4.1 seconds, heavily guarded. And, uh, boy, I tell you, um, I, I've had the pleasure of talking to Mills head coach Raymond Cooper a few times through the years, and uh, he is always just a, a – Great, great interview to talk to. And after the game, he was very gracious. Uh, and he, uh, you know, the one thing he said was, um, you know, he did what great players do. Yeah. He made a game-winning shot. Yeah. He said he said they had it defended. They double-teamed him. He said good defense, better shot. Wow. So that is your 4A four, your four boys uh, state championship game. That will be played on Saturday night, and there will be – a few people in the arena to see Darian Ford play. I can I can assure you for that. So if that's a game, because I tell to... you, he's he's one of those guys that he elevates the players around him. And what's so impressive about him, he took twelve shots from the field on Monday and and scored twenty three points. I think he took thirteen shots in the second round game that they won and he scored 33 points or maybe 14 shots and scored 33 points. So he's not one of these gunners that takes like an Allen Iverson yeah. that yeah. goes 12 of 30 yeah. and ends up with 28 points. Yeah. He he's a he's a very selective. He shares the ball. He he averages 5 assists a game. So he's uh and I tell you he's I think more impressive off the court than he is on the court. He will be an absolute fantastic um, representative of the state of Arkansas, regardless of what he does from here on out. Good deal. 
So that's your 4A championship. Now let's go to the 3A where we have a, a definite River Valley and Northwest flavor. We'll start with the girls, Ricky. Bergman girls versus Lamar. Bergman 42 and 0. Lamar, I believe 30 and 2. Leland, I believe that is correct. Yeah. Uh, yes. They will play in the girls 3A state championship. Uh, not a surprise. We had a we knew Bergman was going to be, you know, going to be in this mix. They've been in the conversation all year long. Kara Ponder, uh, Maddie Holt. Yes. They are a fantastic team. Uh, Lamar, a team also we knew was going to be good. I didn't know they would be state championship level good, but we knew they were going to be good. And, man, they have really, really done a great job over at Lamar. And you know what? Um, early in the year, we was trying to uh, put out our preseason basketball magazine, and uh, I was assigned to do the five top five girls to watch in 3A. I'm calling around the coaches, and they tell me about this Corey Sanders I said, you know, what grade is she in? Oh, she's a, she'll be a freshman. Freshman, yeah. I said, so you telling me a girl who's <laughs> going to be a freshman, and I don't even think she played in eighth grade. Maybe she had some kind of injury. Maybe probably a knee injury. Yeah. It's going to be one of the top players. And you know what? They knew exactly what they was talking uh, about. Yes. She's yes. a dynamic, uh, on-the-ball defender. She can shoot. Uh, just a fantastic player as a freshman. So, um, I, I know uh, – uh, Lamar got beat that first time they played, but this is a different, uh, yeah. different situation. You're going to be in an arena. It's not like a normal high school. The depth perception, everything changes. So uh, looking forward to that game as well. What terrific girls 3A basketball we are blessed to have in this region. When you got Bergman, Lamar, Valley Springs, Boonville. Boonville. I mean, yeah. very, very, very good 3A basketball is played in this region, and uh, we're we're lucky to have that. So that's the 3A girls, Lamar versus Bergman. Uh, that will be on Saturday at 1130. Yes. The 3A boys, pretty good teams there too, Leland. Pretty good. Oceola and Dumas. Yes, pretty good teams there. Not a surprise at all. Um, and so they, uh, that, they'll be, let's see, that game, I, got, I need to look that one up. That game will be played. Uh, it'll be right after that. Right after that. 745. Like a, that's the late game. The yeah. late game, right? On, uh, on, yes, on, on Saturday night, right? Right, gotcha. Yep. All right, so that takes us down to Class 2A. Now, Leland, this is a team that we had talked about all year long. They had come right. close in the past. The 2A boys, Lavaca. The Golden Arrows. The Golden Arrows. And, Leland, uh, you were on them early uh, talking about, you know, what kind of team they had. Renner Reed's done a, a fantastic job there um, at Lavaca getting that program built. Like I said, they had made some good runs in the past but never could quite get past that semifinal. Well, they finally got over that hump. He does a fantastic job there. He's one of the uh, – you know, he's one of those guys that's just great to talk to, and, and he absolutely gets the most out of his players. They – they defend and they rebound and they'll score some points inside they'll hit some threes um you know they won't you won't you will not walk out of the gym and say wow what a great offensive team that is but you will walk out of the gym saying wow how'd they win by 25 yeah and it's because they defend and they rebound and those are two things that you you know you talk to coaches and they say those two things travel yeah they do toughness and toughness and they, well, they're I tough tell you, when i saw that yep and i tell you when i saw that they were playing acorn in the semifinals again yep i yep. thought man that might be a tough one and it was a i think it was a two-point game after three quarters yep. 
and then Lavaco wins going away because Acorn's got one of the best players in the state. They do. They do. And Lavaca had to play him, uh, I guess, five times. Well, and, they uh, Lavaca will be playing Magnet Cove on Friday at seven forty-five um, in the in the two A state championship game. Magnet Cove beat a team that I thought was very very good in Eureka Springs, uh, Leland. They they beat them fifty-eight fifty, um, and so Magnet Cove, very very good team, very good team. Uh, and that so that takes us down to Class A, which Leland, we talked about this several times on this show. Uh, the that conference, that one A one East or whatever that one A whatever it was <laughs> that had County Line, the New School, and Ozark Catholic all in that same conference, all thirty get win teams yep. in that conference, and uh, County Line. Survives the conference and they and they advanced to the state championship game. And Joe Brunson, what a great job he has done this year down at County Line. I believe they're thirty-seven and three, thirty-seven and four, something like that. Uh, Leland, they're fan- fantastic team. And you know, they're those three teams kind of took uh, turns beating each other, kind of. Um, you know, I know you sent Walter down there to cover that at, to County Line to cover that second. New School and County Line game. Correct. At County Line, and New School won that one handily, going away. Yeah. And then since then, I guess they've beaten them three times, or right. twice. County they've beaten Line, them yes. twice since then. Yes. Um, so those are, you know, um, I think those, those are the kinds of games that make teams ready for the state tournament. Right. Now, Ricky, they'll be playing Bradley. Bradley is very, very, very mm-hmm. good. Uh, Bradley beat New School by 30 um, in the second round, and then they they edged Calico Rock 49-48 in the semifinals. So County Line will have a tough, tough, tough game. That one's going to be at 145 on Friday, also, of course, at Hot Springs. uh, County Line versus Bradley for the 1A Boys State Championship. Where's Bradley at? I know I've heard of it. South Arkansas, it is is very close to – well, and, you know, earlier I was talking about – it was it was Louisville. Louisville and Stamps are five miles apart, and that's the two that merged to become Lafayette County. And that was a huge rivalry in South Arkansas. And you also talk about Stevens and Waldo. Well, when you mention small school basketball in South Arkansas, the Bradley Bears is one that comes up. Man, so, I mean, there's year. tremendous basketball in that part of the state, and the Bradley Bears, um, you know, are certainly one of them. And uh, in the 1A girls, it's going to be Mammoth Spring against Norfolk. Uh, they'll play at noon on Friday. That's two uh, North Central Arkansas teams, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Uh, Mammoth Spring beat Kingston, the team that's always in yeah. that mix uh, for mm-hmm. a state championship, and they've won a few. Uh, they went down the semifinals 53-30, so that should be a good game, Mammoth Spring against Norfolk. Um, for the 1A Girls State Championship. Of course, all of these games will be televised. All 12 state championship games will be televised on PBS this week, starting on Thursday, Arkansas PBS. So you'll be sure and want to watch those and see uh, see these kids playing, uh, uh, you know, from the smallest schools, from the from the from the Norfolk's to the to the Bentonvilles and and uh, and North Little Rocks, uh, and all in between. There'll be uh, be a lot of fun there. The kids will be excited, and uh, you know. Just glad, Ricky, two years ago they weren't playing. Now they're back playing, and uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and the kids get to realize their dreams. I mean, 
you know, we've all been at the championship games. Such a contrast in motion. You know, they're playing We Are the Champions. I don't know if they still do that. And they're so excited. They just realized the dream. They've been working so hard for it. And then, you know, 20 feet on the other side, you got the girls, the kids, the boys crying their eyes out to getting that close. So it's a very emotional day for all the parents. To, and, and we just get to sit, sit back and, and, and just enjoy it. It's kind of like Ricky's wedding day, Leland. His parents were jumping for joy, and her parents were over there crying. Yeah. Same thing, same yeah. same run of emotion. This happened. <laughs> so lots of good stuff going on in Leland. We got spring sports underway. We will have start started conference play um, for the larger schools in baseball and softball and soccer. Will start next week on the 14th. Also got time change coming up this weekend, Ricky. Don't forget that to, to uh, fast spring, forward. Spring forward. Uh, got that going on. So it is rapidly approaching. Uh, I know we've got almost 60-whatever degrees today, and then it's going to plummet again for more snow on Friday. So, you know. Yeah, because I've been talking to some of the coaches, and they said, you know, they're going to play Saturday. No, no, we're getting out of town. You know, if the forecasters are right, and they've been right a lot. So some of them leaving a little bit early. There you go. There you go. So I anyway, know Greenwood, the Greenwood girls pulled out of town this morning. Yeah, go ahead and get down there, and that way you can stay there in Hot Springs and walk to the walk to the arena and, and that kind of thing. And so, uh, anyway, this is uh, but this is all about basketball this week, and we're going to have some great state championship games. Again, all games will be televised on the Arkansas PBS uh, channel, uh, all twelve of them. So be sure and catch that. And we will have full coverage of all of the state championship games in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, starting with previews of all the teams in the finals, uh, and, and then through coverage of the finals through Saturday night's championship games. So, Leland, you got anything else to add? Uh, it's just, um, you know, all the games, and of course we say this every year because, you know, we, we love high school sports. Yes. But the storylines in these games Man. are just endless almost. They are. They are. Uh, you know, especially the 6A girls – because one team we has haven't mentioned, the Conway girls. Wow, yeah, were just fantastic, and they were a true juggernaut all year. But state tournament basketball, they play a team that they had beaten by a combined, I think it was ninety-eight points in two games. Yeah, Little Rock Central in six A Central play yeah. during the regular season. Yep, and then come tournament time, Little Rock Central beats them in the biggest. Uh, it it has to be. Regardless, because of how good Conway was, it has to be regarded as one of the biggest upsets in Arkansas high school sports history. I think. I think. I mean, I think it was too. I mean, I think it was too. And uh, and so you know, so many times we look at the brackets and we think, oh, look at that. That's going to be a so and so and a so and so matchup. Well, and and probably more often than not, it doesn't turn out yeah. that way. Well, I know I, I was fo- kind of following it on Twitter. I know I, I, I wasn't following it on Twitter. I kind of got in on it late and I saw Eric Taylor, our man down at Little Rock, and he, he had a tweet, you know, and I and I, it said, you know, Central 60, 66 and Conway 60 final or whatever. And I looked at it and I said, oh, Eric, I wonder if he, I wonder, he might have made a mistake on this tweet or whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh-huh. My man E did not make a mistake on that. It was, that's how it ended up. And, and uh, but you know what, Leland, we talk about the Chris Berman has this famous line on ESPN, that's why they play the games. Yep. You know, it's why they play the games, and uh, you and, never and know. And that thing about how the game is not played on paper. No, no, exactly. And you never, you know, it. it uh, you know, what happens is, Ricky, you, you've covered en- enough games, Leland. I, we, we, you let a team hang around. You yep. let them hang around, and, and it starts getting to the nitty-gritty, and then every pass – 
becomes tentative, every shot becomes tentative, you tighten up, you're like, I cannot believe, you know, cannot believe that this team's still hanging around or whatever. And then the, the next thing you know, there's, there's, you know, 20 seconds left in the game and you're down by six and you're, your season's done. Hey, if North Little Rock's not ahead by 15 points in the first half against Bentonville, then watch that game. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, we don't have a root in interest. I mean, uh, but that'll tickle me if it goes down. You know, we want it to be a good court. game. Yeah, we want yeah. It to be. A, we want all the games to be good games. And uh, uh, but you're you're right, Ricky. We said this. Bentonville will not go into that game scared. That they're playing. They, Ricky, you're a little bit of a gambler. They're playing with house money. I'm a big gambler. Yeah. That's why they're playing I'm, with I'm house money now. Yeah. yeah, they're playing with house money, and yes. uh, they've done what yeah. nobody really thought maybe yeah. they could. All do. the pressures on North Little Rock. Exactly. Exactly. And and I talked to a coach Rippy yesterday. And he said we're going to play loose. You know, yeah. you know, nobody expects a, ex, expects us to go down there and beat them. So we're going to be loose, and we're just going to see what happens. Yep. You know, and uh, you know what, because that that situation comes up a lot, and I think I can tell this story. And Coach Jones, Rick Jones, wouldn't mind this, but you know they had beaten. Moralton mercy ruled him in football one year and then Moralton comes back and they play them in the state championship game and it's a much 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 closer game obviously and after the game was over Rick Jones said he's standing there late in the game and he thinks wow what if we lose this game yeah, yeah. and that's the mindset uh, like you were talking about you let a team hang around and the team that's the big favorite team they beat them by 30 the first time. It's hard to tell these 17-year-olds, hey, this team's good. They can come back and beat you. Yeah. And they look at the score and they go, oh, we just beat them by 30. So it's that mindset yeah. well, Leland, that you were talking about that if you let a team hang around and then the other team starts thinking, wow, what if we lose this game? Exactly. And don't, exactly. don't forget, folks, my wife used to watch uh, Doug Dynasty, and she didn't watch the Kardashians. They say that's reality. No, sports is the ultimate reality, reality show. Yeah. This is all uh, program and everything. Yeah. This is the ultimate sports is the ultimate reality show, and I I, I bet you somebody's going to prove it again on yeah. uh, during this the weekend. tournament. Yeah, you're right, Ricky. I think I think you're absolutely right. So that's about all we got for this week's show. We will, of course, be back next week, um, and we will recap all the state championship games. We'll also talk a little bit about spring sports and things like that. So for Leland Barclay down in the River Valley and for Rick Fires, I'm Chip Souza. Thanks for listening to Prep Riley Podcast. We'll be right back here, same bat time, same bat channel next week. Pow! The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.